Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Claire, what made you choose Whiplash this week? Um, it's it's one of these films that's been on my radar for a while. It's, I think it was like really well received when it came out. It was what like ten years ago or something, less than that. Um, and I wanted to see it at the time and never did, and hmm. it seemed like a good opportunity to see it. Good an explanation as any. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a very exciting <laughs> explanation. Um, what did everyone think? It was good. I, was there any? It was good. Yeah, t- tell us why you thought it was good. Hmm. Well, his acting was convincing. Um, hmm. The first time I watched it, I, I, I had seen it before. I did go to the cinema and watched it. Um, so the first oh. time I saw it, I could not tell whether he was a drummer or an actor. Um, mm. And I decided that he was a drummer. Um, and turns out that he's not a drummer. Uh, he's not uh, a drummer? No. But, just but he's so good at drumming. <laughs> he's so good at drumming. Well, I guess that makes him a drummer. Uh, he's just not a... Um, that's not his main his main activity in life. Wow. Um, and I guess I did not give it much thought... Um, to the method of teaching music. Mm. Um, so I was just, um, I guess, impressed by everything that happened and by the music. Um, but now that I've seen it again, I guess that I've seen some other things and I, my opinion is a little bit more, um, I guess I'm just a little bit more confused, but still mm. thought it was good. Cool. Confused is the word that I would use for for my reaction to this film. Uh, there was, I feel like I missed something, and I and there was some level of this that I didn't understand. Did you get that feeling, Laura? No. Now I'm confused. <laughs> what, did, what did you think? I I think I really liked it. I'm not sure. I, it lost me a bit in the third act. But then the sort of final climax totally won me over again. And I was like, oh, this is a great film. Love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it lost me a little bit on the way. I started to think about what it was mm. what it was trying to say and do. Oh, I suppose maybe then I was a little bit confused because I don't really know what it was trying to say. Um, or if it was trying to say anything or if it was just being about this is about an abusive relationship that's reaching its natural conclusion. Who knows? Anyway, I liked it. That's the sum of it. Claire, what did you think? I think I liked it, but I found it very uncomfortable to watch. Mm, yeah. Again, Me too. Much, much like Gaslight. It was a good pairing <laughs> for Gaslight, wasn't it? it was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I thought it was over about an hour in. I was like, all right, you've told the story. We can all move on now. And then I realised there was another half an hour afterwards. I think it would have made a good like episode of a TV show or something. Um, mm. But yeah, it felt, it just felt very, very simple. Um, and was, was maybe a bit sort of hitting you over the head with its point. Maybe lacked subtlety, but maybe I just missed the subtlety. Yeah. 
what was its point? Um, J.K. Simmons, bad man. <laughs> um, yeah. People with talent try hard. Like the people who are the best can't be beaten down. Um, young drummer, really talented, was. Yeah. Was pretty much what I got from it. Is that the conclusion then that the the teacher is a really bad man, but you can't get someone down if they're going to be great? I don't think so. I I think it's just that he's just a bad guy and that they're just exploring the nuances of this. Or not the nuances, because I'm not sure there was that much nuance, but they're just showcasing their particular relationship and watching it sort of progress and fall and things like that. But then... I, I believe that it was trying to show us the characters' motivations with this kind of like greatness can't be stamped down and it needs to be, you know, genius comes from torture and things like that. But I don't think that's what the film was saying. I think it was just trying to, it was just a character portrayal and a relationship portrayal. But I, mean, I might be wrong. I'm not sure. I think I somehow agree with you as in, I don't think that genius comes with torture. I think that genius perhaps comes with practice, which is with. Um, was it Andrew? Yeah, I think I, I think that's what Andrew did. As in, he did put a lot of effort into it. Mm, and maybe we are meant to just think that indeed um, the orchestra director was a bad person. Um, but he isn't. But Andrew Drummer also wanted to show that he well put a lot of effort and he became good as opposed to having been born a genius like we are meant to believe of many people like Mozart and he was just born with that ability um yes that's what I thought hmm why do you disagree Michael what do you think I I think this is what it's coming down to I don't I don't quite know what the film was getting at I I definitely think that what was the name of the teacher Fletcher he was Fletcher and the drummer was Andrew. Um, so I thought Fletcher's... Terence. Terence Fletcher, that was his name. Terence Fletcher, yeah. So I thought Fletcher's uh, approach to motivating people and teaching people is a terrible one that doesn't really work. Mm. Um, and I thought it was interesting to to see that insight into his character where he explains why he's doing it. And you can see how someone can believe that they, you know, here's this story of Charlie Parker, the greatest musician ever. Um, and he says, oh, we, I, I can do the next one of those. Um, it doesn't matter how many people you torture, uh, because when you hit the real person, you could make someone great. And that's wonderful, isn't it? And I thought, OK, that's that's his point of view. And they, they expressed that quite well. But then in the last scene, it seemed like they were kind of saying he was right. So that, yeah, like yeah. he was being validated. Yes, he he was right after all, and so what a good bloke! And he gave him a nod and started conducting him, and good good lads, all sorted. They all lived happily ever after. Um, but it just can't have been that that's what they were trying to get at. But there wasn't much commentary and we didn't see what happened after that. And I, I, as I say, I feel like I missed something. What what was it getting at? Was it 
saying that he's brilliant and it really did work and it brought out the best musician in him, but he's estranged from his pretty girlfriend and he's never going to be able to interact with people properly. So there's a downside or... Or is it saying that he succeeded in spite of of Fletcher? I, they, it just didn't didn't quite develop that enough for me to understand. Can someone? I, I don't think. Hmm. Yes. I, I don't think it was about music. This film wasn't about music at all. It could have what? been about anything. <laughs> and the end was literally just about it the seductive about power. It was about what sorry? Mathematics. Maths. No, but yes, exactly. <laughs> it was about math. Music is just mathematics. Really. <laughs> that's what this film would have you believe, but I, I don't think that's what Jazz it was is. about. Anyway. <laughs> oh God, get them away from me. Um, yeah, I think it was just showing, like, oh, he's he's literally, oh fuck, he's just been seduced again by this man and this presence, like a moth to a flame. Yeah, and it's kind of like this. We've entered into crazy dreamland territory where he's finally getting the validation that he's been craving the entire film. So that's the film's emotional payoff. But there's an element of like like a dreamlike kind of quality about it. I don't know. That, that was my initial. I, I only finished watching the film at, at six on the dot, so I haven't really <laughs> processed it. You mean you left the film really late and haven't had time to think about it properly? That doesn't sound like you. <laughs> I've been busy thinking about fractals. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair enough. They need my time and attention um, to be the best fractals they can be. Anyway, those are my thoughts, but someone else chime in. Does, I don't know. Maybe it was about music. Maybe it was about genius I, and the cost of it. I don't know. I think that Andrew was great on his own and that, yes, maybe right. a teacher can influence you, uh, but he was great regardless of whom he, whom was teaching him. And if he was going to be great, even if he did not have Terence Fletcher, um, had he had a better teacher, perhaps he would have been even better. But mm-hmm. um, but he was already great, isn't he? He, he, yeah, I think I think he was going to be great even without Terence Fletcher. Okay, so he succeeded in spite of this terrible abuse he suffered. Yes, so that's what I perhaps was trying to say. Yes, so he succeeded mm. even though he was being tortured by this person, and not because and he was being tortured. Exactly. Yes. Hmm. interesting that does kind of make sense because he sort of flourishes once he's been away from Fletcher and he's able to come back and as a kind of I don't know I don't know but so that's exactly what Hmm. they were saying that Fletcher had said he said about Charlie Parker he someone threw a symbol at his head and then a year later he came back with this virtuoso performance Hmm. and then that's exactly what happens to Andrew because bad man was right, genius has to fight against oppression. To otherwise, it's not genius. And if if there is genius there, it will win through. Um, I feel like Andrew's story exactly mirrored the story about Charlie Parker. Um, I guess and that only did. served to validate uh, Terence. 
Yeah. And I I feel like that's a wildly inaccurate portrayal of what real life is like. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Well, we can just have to look at Michael Torpius and nobody tortured him. And he is a genius. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a successful product of people being nice to me my entire life and I've just managed to get along. And, you know, there's, there's place for a little, you know, stern encouragement sometimes but yeah i i'm I haven't got where i am are you the charlie parker of maths though i'm not the charlie parker of maths. So, yeah so that's the that's the question you know maybe i'd be some some great incredible mathematician who would have a huge successful research career and stuff i think if only charlie I'd parker would be a terrible mathematician or whatever. you're the carl's gals of maths <laughs> The new Carl's Gale. Yes. Yes. Um, but, like, I, I think any, this is a, a an exciting little story that people maybe tell themselves, but I think the, the reality, like everything I know about how to teach people and how to bring out the best in people is to encourage people and give them confidence in their ability and allow them the freedom to explore and, and motivate themselves. Uh, yeah, they, this kind of extreme negative hostile feedback might be good for, you know, weeding out the weak or whatever, but it, it's not, it doesn't help people improve or achieve greatness. At least I don't think it does. I think this is a an example of correlation not being causality because um, Andrew is awfully abused and told he needs to practice as part of that abuse. Hmm. And the practicing makes him better. Whether he needed abuse, whether the cause of that practice is abuse or someone saying, you could be really good, but you really need to practice more hmm. um, in a friendly, encouraging way. We never that that's never really explored, and like, yeah, I just I don't think it. I think there will be coincidences. There will be times where someone is treated like that and they practice and become great. But I, yeah, I think it's in spite of the abuse. Um, mm. And therefore, <laughs> what what the hell was this film about? Like with. <laughs> This this is what I'm saying I'm missing. Was there some detail where it's like it's telling us something else? Is it just asking questions and leaving it to us to decide what we think for ourselves? It it seemed like they focused so hard on how abusive and terrible this man was and how much he was fucking up people's lives that they can't possibly be like the message of the film is that this is a good way to bring out the best in people. Um, I can't see another ending that would be as good, though. I think it was one of those things yeah. where they don't really know what they're trying to say, but they just go for the best. Yeah, it, it, it's exciting, isn't it? Were you not... I was captivated. Yeah, I was some good drumming, for sure. Well, I what didn't think some... it could end another way. Well, what would you do? My, my alternative ending would have Andrew finding a kindly mentor 
more <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, um, mm. who teaches him to be an amazing drummer. And then at the end, Fletcher comes up and says, oh, do you know what? You're the new Charlie Parker. That then... would be a rubbish end. <laughs> I mean, it would be technically like a morally good end, but like more <laughs> unsatisfying to watch unfold. I've just been like, okay, yeah, that was that, I guess. The nod at the end, you could just have the nod from Fletcher mm. when he sees him give his virtuoso performance and him admitting he was wrong. That would but he be did satisfying. That. That's what he did. He basically admitted he was wrong. Or maybe he didn't. No, you're right. He didn't did admit he? he was wrong. No. He admitted. But he that... gave him the nod. He was like, yeah, okay, you are a genius. Well done. You, you are a genius. Ah. I created you. But that would have happened anyway. You know, if, whether he'd been part of Fletcher's band's performance or not, I think Fletcher would have been like, well, there you go. That's That was the price that you paid. Hmm. Well done, me. Unless, I suppose, he got the kindly other mentor. But, th- but that's very on the nose. Very on the nose? It's too on the nose. <laughs> I like my endings with a heavy dose of ambivalence. I don't know if that's true. Don't no, quote me on that later. I'm quoting on you on that every time. <laughs> I mean, there's something in what you're saying. You want a satisfying ending, but it. So let, let us compare this film to the last film, Gaslight. That had a satisfying ending because the baddie got done, got found out. <laughs> got his life ruined, and then she managed to rub his face in it, and the good were victorious, and he got what was coming to him. That was what I wanted from this film. He got sacked from his job in the school. That was one thing. But I wanted him to be... So the the good ending for me would be like, yeah, he's played this horrible trick on Andrew, and then Andrew... uh, you know, plays the set anyway, and he plays it better than what would have been on the thing because he just has to improvise, and he's such a good drummer, he improvises anyway, and then he uh, horribly embarrasses uh, Fletcher and ruins his whole career, and then he goes on and becomes uh, the teacher himself, and we see a scene from 10 years later where he is teaching the students and he's encouraging them and uh, making them well-rounded individuals as well as making them good musicians. Bam. That's again, End that's so film. on the nose, guys. Come on. Well, or I don't know, like he murders Fletcher or something. <laughs> There's got to be something that's not just. Then they play the drums. Then it's the credits. Like I just didn't even know what to think. Like they might as well all have got up and you know done a big song and dance number where they held hands and there were fireworks or something. I don't know. (laughs) Just They gave us this amazing spectacle that in no way wrapped up the film. I just disagree. Maybe I loved Fletcher too much. (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) The problem is that Fletcher was so horrible. I craved his approval as much as uh, Andrew (laughs) did, so the end was perfectly satisfying for me. All so I wanted his... to do was to have Andrew impress him. <laughs> <laughs> was that what you were hoping for? 
I don't know. I wasn't really hoping for anything. I was sort of just along for the ride, and then it ended. That was like mm. great, amazing. But he, he nods. He, like he's been known to use praise as a form of abuse as well. We mm. don't even know if that nod was him actually saying, "Oh, actually, you're a genius," or like when he told the other drummer what he'd done was perfect, just to annoy Andrew. Is this part mm. of a another setup? Is he nodding at him to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm really impressed by you," and then he's gonna just like shaft him again? Like, which I don't know. I think it's definitely that. <laughs> There's no way he's changed. He doesn't actually respect Andrew at all. It, this is just. I mean, I think he does respect him. I think it was the better performance. That, that, that deserved the nod, but that was still, that it couldn't not be part of his sort of abusive psyche. I don't know. Fernando, what do mm. you think? Wait, in. I, I can't form my thoughts. Mm. I think that, I think that I maybe agree with Laura more just because I think that life isn't always mm, like we think it is and maybe it doesn't have to be like we want it to be and I think that life is so complex that it can certainly end just like the movie did Um, and we are left not knowing what to do next as in Is Andrew going to go back to a musical relationship with Terence Fletcher? We do not know. He might, and that's okay, even though he was abusive. Um, Or maybe he just performed that one time because he felt like he needed to, but then he's going to go and do something else, and that's also okay. Um, I take this film as just a slice of life that one will experience many things that maybe we never thought we would experience and they are confusing um, and we can all take from those experiences whatever we might want to take from them because ultimately as Oscar Wilde said <laughs> those who read under the symbol do so at their peril so <laughs> yeah, interpret whatever you want to interpret and however you want to conduct your life afterwards there's no right answer. Okay. Lovely. That I so, think, yeah, that's where I'm at as well. Well, it seems to me that that's the only valid reading of what this film was getting at, right? It's, mm. it's just that there wasn't a message. There was just some stuff that happened. And now you need to go and make up your own mind about what happens next. And I think my my problem with that is that so then it was just porn. It it was just like sitting down and watching a man shout for two hours. Um like what mm. what was the what was the point of this? It I mean it was good drumming. Uh if this was like a music film, that's something. If I was a jazz musician, I'm sure I'd have really got something out of that. A bit like I don't know. Uh yeah, soul? dance movies or whatever where people just want to see dancing. Well, Soul had a load 
a lot more going for it. I had mm. explored a lot of concepts. I'm thinking of like um, step up to the streets. Step up to the streets. <laughs> Basically, mean, yeah. it's just dance porn. It's just just a vehicle for big dance numbers, uh, and this was just a vehicle for drumming. But then, why was almost all of it abusive yelling? Uh, what what am I getting from? I mean, maybe the fact that we're talking about it means something, but also it's not because we're unsure about whether that's an appropriate tactic to take when you're trying to teach someone the drums. I think anybody would agree, right, that it's not. Well, <laughs> yeah, no problem. It's very uh, prevalent in like music tuition, though. Like my violin teacher at school was a dick. Like him would like shout and get really angry if you weren't good yeah. enough and stuff. We we do sort of accept that. I think a lot. Um, it's part of the reason I found it uncomfortable because, yeah. I uh, empathised a lot with the, you know, the chubby kid who got kicked out. Yeah. For not knowing he was in tune. I felt that a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was a real bastard, wasn't he? Yeah. He really he was. was. Just a bully. Was. Yeah, he was just a horrible bully and you just really wanted someone to stand up to him. But yeah. I also understand why you might think that that would result in you getting punched in the face. Yeah, or just have more horrendous abuse hurled at you. Yeah, so it seems that some of them were too scared to say anything, but I yeah. think some of them respected him too much and were were convinced of his genius. Mm. Um, and that was interesting to see. Yeah, what did he have to back that up? Was he? I wish I knew music more because then we could tell if his performance at the jazz club was any good. But I was like, <laughs> it seems fine to me. Yeah. I mean, he seemed to be yeah, a think... pretty good director because he could tell who was uh, not playing mm. on tune and on tempo, and he could rightly identify in between many people in the orchestra who was not on tune. And um, he did seem to know some things about music. <laughs> yeah, I think they made it clear that he does know his stuff. Um... But I, again, I know a lot of musicians who can pick out which instrument is out of tune and can judge tempo amazingly. So was he exceptional? Yeah, I I don't know. Did he measure up to his own standards? (laughs) Well, maybe that was the issue. Um, Yeah, I feel like more of his story might have helped. You know? Was he mm. like this failed musician who now took it out on young people, or was he this superstar who had, like, at the peak of his amazing career, decided he wanted to share his gift? As far it was just a horrible man shouting at people. That <laughs> was all we got really <laughs> of his character. Mm. Maybe you were meant to know that maybe he is indeed a little bit crazy because he did blatantly lie about how Sean Casey died. Mm. Yeah, that was Dodge. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> hmm. 
Yeah, so another unsatisfying lack of lack of background or lack of depth somehow. Yeah, I think it could have had a bit more nuances. I, I, I'm in the camp that this was just a kind of like character. I'm sure there's a word for it, you know, where it's just about two, two characters and their relationship, and not really about the plot or anything else. Hmm. Yeah, but they're Whatever. not really about the two characters either, because we don't really know anything about either of their backgrounds. We saw a bit more of, of um, Andrew. <laughs> I'm so bad with the names of Andrew. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's that's what I mean. Like it, it something it lacked that kind of depth. I think. Yeah, it tried to give us it a bit. I I think because it was it was just about those two that maybe we didn't need so much background. But then I suppose it would have clarified some questions. Yeah, and it tried to tell us about other stuff. Like it it wasn't just a scene with the two of them, was it? They, we had um, the girlfriend and the dad, and they were both. Characters, <laughs> they all revolved around around the two of them through the drum through the medium of drumming, but there was nothing that wasn't about their relationship. Like his his drumming became quickly wrapped up in his mentor Fletcher. I suppose ben. so, yeah. And then all of his other relationships were filtered through that. I was surprised by how immediately he cast off the girl that he liked. Yeah, like we didn't see it wasn't really like a. A massive arc or anything that he he realized he had to he, he wanted to sacrifice. It was all it was pretty much as soon as he started going out with her, he was like, "That's enough of that." Yeah, it wasn't long, was it? Yeah, it's tricky. Who knows? So, <laughs> I thought they were going to drop the big twist at some point. Ooh. And we were going to discover something drastic that changed the entire film. And that's why it was just sort of meandering and everything would click into place. And I was very surprised when the credits started rolling. I thought we had a bit longer and we'd see what all of this is really about. Um, the theory I was, the theory I'd come up with was that when he was in the car crash, <laughs> he nearly died and was in hospital and all of this was a coma dream. <laughs> or like his dying thoughts before he died. I thought he was going to be there on stage, like playing the drums. And then like, we'd see that actually he's still just bleeding in the car or he is in a hospital bed and he hasn't moved in six months and he's just, and everything would somehow click into place, all of this weird stuff that didn't quite make sense, um, would suddenly be like, oh, I see what he was doing. In his head, he was still thinking about drums, and he was still thinking about how he was going to try and get through, and he, he'd given up on drums, and that was him giving up on living. But then he started to play again. He found some drive, and that will be him making a recovery after all, and then he's going to wake up and uh, something like that. But no, it just ended and it was just about drums. <laughs> I think I'd have been really angry if it was a coma dream. <laughs> like, I think the film was giving us a wry little wink. And I don't know what it meant, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely giving some kind of signal as if to say, 
hey, what do you think of that? Yeah, exactly. And all I can think is like, I don't know. You, what is this? <laughs> you made a film. I just. <laughs> what happens next? Mm. Were you as unsatisfied and as unsatisfied as I was, Claire? Uh, I don't think I was as unsatisfied. Yeah, because I kind of enjoyed the story for the story's sake. Okay. Um, I don't think a story for story's sake has to be all sunshine and rainbows, um, and I think uh, there was in some ways, quite a realistic depiction of how Mm. someone can be abused by a mentor and still desperately seek their approval. Yeah, And not be able to break out of that cycle. Mm. Um, And, yeah. Like, I've... Yeah, I think that if there was a message, I think... I think it was um, unsatisfying to... S- I feel like the, uh, J.K. Simmons, uh, Fletcher, was vindicated mm. in the end, and I I feel like that was bad. Um, mm. I think if there had been a slightly different ending where he'd realised the error of his ways or... Andrew had realised he didn't need his his approval, and that Andrew is great, and that is in spite of Nobed Fletcher. Um, that would have been a better ending, and would have made it a more satisfying film. But I, I think, as a something entertaining to watch for an hour and a half, it was fine. Quite okay. oh, I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've. I mean, I'm not a massive like. I think you you have to at least not hate listening to drumming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get something out of it, um, I think it was sort of well filmed and stuff. It felt. Apparently they filmed it all in 19 days. Wow. Not bad. Was that a deliberate decision? Because 19 is prime, so maybe it does have to do with <laughs> mathematics and factors. Oh, yeah. That'll be it. God, how much hidden maths was in this film? <laughs> oh, man. It's how much hidden, hidden maths is in every film? <laughs> <laughs> maths is truly everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> In royalty, um, in royalty, in whiplash, in God, yes, in whiplash. <laughs> so I think there is something for saying that this isn't just about drumming, because I I think that that kind of you know a, abusive mentoring does go on in all sorts of different walks of life, right? Um, whether it's as extreme mm. as that, I don't know, but that. I, I hear people saying that this kind of thing comes up in academia. Um, happy to say I've never experienced it, but it, I think there's, yeah, the sort of competitive job market and everything that can sometimes feed into this sort of thing or this sort of thing being allowed to continue. Um, 
so maybe that's the sort of wider point that this is not just about these two people. It's something that happens all the time. Um, but then that makes it makes it seem even worse <laughs> if they're saying that that works. Yeah. Uh, I think you've all crucified me for saying that everything has to have a moral point. <laughs> Remember when we watched, what was it, that film about the boy? Boyhood. Boyhood. And I got angry about the way that they portrayed the women. And everyone was like, well, it doesn't <laughs> always have to be a message, a social message. <laughs> yeah, and okay. I'm just saying that that is right. It doesn't that, need to make any point. point. It doesn't need to make any point. I and yeah, so I, I think our our assertion there was that you were taking one character and making that stand in for everybody of a particular race or class. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, maybe what I'm trying to do now is is similar in that I'm saying, oh, this this story about him him being. Uh, ending up as an amazing drummer because of the abusive tutoring I've had. That's that's upsetting to me because they're trying to say that that's true of everyone, which they're not necessarily. They're, they're maybe just saying it about this one person. It's a story about one person um, who has who has ended up being great, and it's not saying that applies to everyone. But if it's not, then I don't care. It, if, well, it's no, actually, if it's not, then what did I watch? <laughs> maybe you're maybe you're all right. I, okay, I, this just came to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe oh. it is a moral message because what did he actually achieve? Nothing. He became very technically good on the drums. He didn't. Yeah. He's not famous. He's not great. He's not well known. All he wanted really was to be hero worshipped, which I think is why he asked the woman to come because he wants to be recognised and worshipped rather than he has any interest in it. But we, all we saw was him sacrifice, like, his intense relationship with his dad. Like, we saw his dad just being so yeah. concerned and awful. The girl didn't come. She doesn't give a shit about him. All yeah, he fucks up every other part of his life. Is get a little glimmer of approval from this guy. And that's all that there is. Like, there's no other. He didn't really win. Or I don't know. You're right. I, who, who, who cares exactly? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I think the implication was that this could be great for his career because there's all sorts of influential people watching. Um, hmm. That's why he's so but, worried about embarrassing himself. But they're not anymore because the guy's lost all credibility in his professional life. We don't even know who the audience is. Yeah. It's a weird one. and that, In a way, the whole final scene didn't really ring true for me because of this <laughs> this bizarre trap that he'd laid. Where he's like, oh, we're going to play this one. Oh, no, we're not. We're playing this other one. This is going to ruin your <laughs> career. Well, and I just thought, would you not just stand up and say, Fletcher, what the hell are you doing? You told me to learn this one. <laughs> now you don't have a drummer. <laughs> well done. Mm. Uh, and then that would ruin Fletcher's career, given that he's already had to leave a school in disgrace for bullying people. Um, it just... <laughs> is is he willing to risk his own career for that prank? Um, and that just, yeah, just didn't quite ring true that 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 would be his masterstroke, giving him the wrong sheet music. Um, 
Again, unless that's a symbol for something oh, and symbolism he's... time. <laughs> symbolism symbol time. Symbolism. Do you get it? Symbol. <laughs> Symbolism. I like it. <laughs> Would it have a flute? Can I play it? Yes. 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 Oh. Please. Okay. What's well, a crocodile flute actually? Wow. That was Not by temple. No. <laughs> 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 that was cool. Bring me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> symbolism. Symbolism. Um now we've had the symbolism flute. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, he's that. he he is in the hospital bed. Um <laughs> because he and that's why it's called Whiplash, right? I I was sure that this was going to be like, oh. that's the piece. But actually, it's a film about him recovering from a life-threatening injury. I was, I was waiting for for the other meaning of whip, like, why is the film called Whiplash? I was waiting for that to come up. And I just never, never really got there. Um, but is that, is that an interpretation that works? I think that's an interpretation. The, the that second works. half of the film is in his head. I mean, you could say that about any film with any kind of accident in it, though. Yeah, like the it's Muppets an easy one to Manhattan. try, but it, but it works best in films <laughs> that don't really go anywhere in the second <laughs> half. Yeah, I think it it does work. It does. There's nothing I could use to contradict it. Yeah, which is good. I think it works. Claire. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was all a dream, whatever. <laughs> you see my problem with this film? It's just, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, any any of it could have been anything. Uh, with the symbols, something less crazy. Wait, um, well, that, 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 that's, that's a, yeah, that's actually how quantum mechanics works, right? As in, there are like infinitely <laughs> many universes, yeah. and virtually anything is possible. And each, any part of the film, if you look closely at it, is self-similar and looks like the entire oh, film. <laughs> it's a fractal. <laughs> Of course it is. Is this all my fever dream? Yes. <laughs> we still we, we all abandoned the film club two years ago <laughs> because we couldn't bring ourselves to have another meeting after the Oscars. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. I'm terribly sad. <laughs> Some of the films don't even really exist. <laughs> Gaslight doesn't exist. <laughs> Gaslight doesn't exist. <laughs> so I think that Andrew is Jesus Christ because after being tortured, oh, yes. after being killed and crucified, oh. uh, then he mm-hmm. dies. But then yeah. comes back three days afterwards and he's not a human, he's God. Oh, yeah. well done. He rose again. Oh, yes. that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. He's he's crucified in that he's like, yeah, he's thrown out in disgrace, covered in blood, um, just about recovers. But yeah, he comes back. And now he's, and he's better gone. than anyone. Yes, yes, yes. 
that totally works. Yeah, and <laughs> Fletcher giving him the nod. He's it's like Longinus. the whole Longinus. of Europe becoming uh, Christian. <laughs> Who's Longinus? Well, the centurion person who threw the spear to um, Jesus Christ and killed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Who then became a Christian? Who, I don't know what happened to him. Oh, okay. Well, if that's what happened, then that's definitely who who that guy is. <laughs> Who's Moby Dick? <laughs> Someone's Moby Dick. This is a film about obsession, hatred. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so Captain uh, Ahab is Fletcher. Yeah. And his, like... A drummer that has perfect rhythm is Moby Dick. Yes. But he never quite finds that drummer until the end, which is when uh, Andrew Ahab does have perfect rhythm the white and smashes the ship to pieces <laughs> with his drumsticks, uh. which is his tail. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I think his former friend drummer is Moby Dick. Yeah. His former friend drummer. The, the 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 drummer who was the lead drummer of first orchestra um, before oh, yeah, the ginger he guy. joined the Or the other brown hair. Connolly? Was it Connolly? Maybe or the other I can't one. remember his name. Not the one that was already part of the elite oh, okay. group of musicians, mm. but the other one. The one the third drummer that came to the orchestra. I think it was Connolly. Yes, yes I think that was his name. It could be, could be. Hmm. I have some more symbolism. Okay. Right. Can anyone guess what it is? <laughs> is it uh, a drum cat? No. It's I feel like I say this quite a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Who was gay? <laughs> they were all gay. They were all gay. The Wait, there was a person who was supposed to be gay. Yes. Yeah, there was. There was one gay character. I mean, you don't have a main character who's that homophobic without him also being gay. Just <laughs> <Is he> homophobic. <laughs> but the, hmm? he most definitely oh, was. Fletcher. I think he was everything phobic because yeah. just any characteristic he'd have a go at. But yeah, he certainly said some very homophobic things. The the way that they were holding the drumsticks sometimes was very <laughs> suggestive, phallic. The end was them having a final orgasm. <laughs> that resolved their relationship because it's just a violent... Violence is just men releasing their pent-up gayness. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You should have an honorary PhD in literature. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, the thing is, I don't think that's worse than the <laughs> than the main interpretation of it. That that's as good as anything. <laughs> they just fancied each other. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I broke up with a girlfriend, right? Oh, it all makes sense. It so <laughs> makes sense. Yes. Brilliant just to stuff. defend that that's just how 
drummers hold drumsticks. Like, <laughs> some, some drummers just hold them that way. But they Sometimes were so the much fluid on the drum. drumstick. <laughs> the drums were soaking wet. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the hot, sweaty cymbals. Shimmering. But wait, what about the blood? Sometimes the drum kit had blood. Oh, blood and semen are interchangeable in symbolism. I see. <laughs> is, did you just decide that, or is this well established? <laughs> Wink. I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to decide for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we've got just about everything we can out of this film. Um, yeah, I think I've, apart from, uh, other things I have written in my notes, which are, one, I identify with Andrew's timekeeping. <laughs> yes, even okay. though he was under such immense pressure, he could never be on time. Relate. <laughs> yeah, what's that about? <laughs> buy an alarm clock. Yeah, buy a fucking alarm clock. Um, I might, maybe a little tiny bit fancy Fletcher, but I wouldn't want to play Scrabble with him. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> but um, fancying people doesn't always. I mean, it sometimes means you want to play Scrabble with them, but that's not always. It usually does for me. Well, but, I just think he'd be a very, very unstable Scrabble player. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think there's something in that. I think it was a leap of logic that they asked us to believe that a university would fire a professor for abuse. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing he could have done. Unsackable. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, that's, those are all my notes. Cool. I didn't take notes this time. No. So I don't have any random thoughts to share. Mm. Oh, that's all right. I took a few notes, and none of them were on any like particularly good. Can't do the remainder. I read them out anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't you stop me well. normally. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I've not come up with any ridiculous symbolism. Yeah, where's your? Where's your? Go on. Maybe we just haven't. My my we huge insight. The floor. You didn't finish that sentence. Where's my? <laughs> Insightful comment. Uh, yeah, let's cutting, go with that. Cutting analysis. Bamboo is less clear. That's what I would describe. Okay. Pick a classic novel <laughs> and then just join the dots. <laughs> that's not symbolism, that's just the <laughs> game we play. Um, the drum kit. <laughs> Is his protective shell? <gasps> oh, and he can hide from uh, the world in there. And when he um, breaks up with a uh, nameless woman, um, Natalie, Natalie, Nicole, Nicole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good try um, though. That's him <laughs> retreating into his his shell of the drum kit and he feels protected from from Fletcher when he's there because he knows that he's skilled enough to prove Fletcher wrong 
So the drum kit is like stopping the abuse from getting to them. Or it's a condom. <laughs> <laughs> or that. Yep. <laughs> no, I think there's something, there might be something in that about the. <laughs> No, I don't make serious. I think that's good, a good interpretation. I just, uh, what then is the piece that made him step out of his shell and ask the girl out? Like, where does the drumming fit with, with him? I think that was the little bit of him that was left that wasn't totally into drumming. Yeah. That bit that evaporated when he got too into it. Yes, yeah, was Fletcher got his claws in deeper and deeper and the drum kit became deeper both than a Naomi sanctuary did. and a prison. Yes. Oh, that's quite that's quite good. Yeah. Hmm. Well done. I can't believe we almost got to the end without clear symbolism time. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the meeting. <laughs> it's good. One of these weeks, I will like think about it beforehand and maybe say something that's actually useful. But I enjoy the panicked uh, symbolism too much. You I were drumming like improvisado. That's not a word. Yep. yep. <laughs> Improvised symbolism. Yep. Is there a link with gaslight? I feel like there was actually very little gaslighting going on. He was literally just open about being extremely abusive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was abuse. Mm. Yeah, abusive relationship that the partner found it very difficult to to yeah. get out of. Dependent abusive relationship. Yeah. Ugh, it's so obvious. Was there? There was no bloodthirsty Betty. <laughs> no, no, no. But I can. Bloodthirsty Betty from Gaslight. The woman. I can't remember her name. <laughs> that was her nickname. Sticky yes. biscuits. Sticky <laughs> biscuits. Oh, yeah, she wasn't there, was she? It was a very claustrophobic kind of set. We were really mm. inside a lot. We were in the conservatory or we were in the tiny little room with the drums. Like in Gaslight, we were felt like the house was penning us in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the drum kit. Oh, like the drum kit. Oh, oh. Smash. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot how to do like the, the joke thing with the drum kit. Okay. But I didn't do well. Anyway. I like to Michael's smash, and I hope that that was a symbol smash. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> symbol, symbol. Nice. Symbol smash. See? Yeah. Oh. Well then, maybe the next one we watch will be less um, difficult to watch. Yes, mm. please. <laughs> <laughs> Better hope you don't get me then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what was the link between Whiplash and Gaslight? Um, I think there was two. Go claustrophobia on. of the house and the drum kit. Which I think is definitely valid. Mm. Uh, the abusive, yep. dependent relationship. Mm. Yeah. Yes. 
Mm, yes, yes, yes. Sounds mm. good to me. Just that unsettled feeling throughout the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Effective use of Chiara Scuro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's say that. I've just been wanting to use that word since you said it first. <laughs> Yeah. Anything cool. else? No other thoughts from me? No. Fernando? I liked it. <laughs> me too, <Yes>. I think. <laughs> it's a no from me. <laughs> oh. Sorry. I liked it, but I didn't like that it endorsed abuse for me. That makes sense. Well, another great resolution to a wonderful conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's In a real conclusion, surprise. we don't know. <laughs> It'll never fail to amaze me that we don't have more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just finish with a, a slight nod. Yeah, let's all, can... we'll all nod. Right. Yeah, okay. Right, three, two... One. You hear that, listener? <laughs> Good job. Now get the fuck out of my office. And bring me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Scissors. Paper. Oh, well done. Oh. <laughs> well played, sir. Uh, yes, so my film is Drugstore Cowboy, 1989. Mm. Drugstore <laughs> Cowboy. <laughs>